orphans. We're going to be praying for widows, orphans, children, and teenager, teenagers and youths all around the world. Hallelujah. So, I'm going to quickly give me a moment while I read out um, the prayer points. Hallelujah. So the Bible says in King James, <clears throat> King James 1, uh, King James Version, Psalm 146, verse 9. It says, The Lord preserved the stranger. He revealed the fatherless, he revealed the fatherless and the widows. But the way of the wicked, he turned it upside down. We're going to be praying for widows and orphans, children, teenagers, and youths. Matthew 19, verse 14 says, Jesus said, let the little children come unto me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as this. Hallelujah. We will pray that they are guided and protected by the Lord, abounding in grace and favor. Their steps are ordered of the Lord. The youths are full of wisdom. Hallelujah. Knowledge of God's word and continually growing in the in his love hallelujah let us begin to pray at this time the, uh, the bible also told us that the widows god takes care of the widows and the fatherless so we're going to be praying that these ones are not lost irrespective of how tender they are or whatever situation that they have found themselves maybe because of the loss of a loved one these ones they are protected in the love of god these ones they understand the things of god even at this time hallelujah they are protected yeah. from wicked and unreasonable men who want to use them as tools for wickedness and evil all around the world. Let us begin to pray at this time. Ela <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank <laughs> you. 
Yes, of God, you said your word, you are the father of the fatherless, and you are the husband to the widow. You also said, Children are a heritage from God. This is a man that has them, he has his quiver full of arrows that he can use to shoot. Shoot at the gates. He can use to wage war against the enemies at the gate. Liga stata kabarara bashata. Yes, oh God, the widows, the orphans, Lisa fredegi alabasata. Yes, the children, the teenagers, the youths. Liga stata kabaya. Lego sofriki dabaya. These ones are protected, oh God, in your hands, oh God. These ones they are kept from wicked and unreasonable men who wants to use them as tools, as tools and propagation of evil in the world today. Liga stata kabaya lego in the name of the Lord Jesus, we declare most especially concerning the youth, the teenagers, the children, that they are kept far from every evil influencing information and indoctrination that the world has decided to bring upon itself even at this time. That this was will not become weapons of war for the devil in the name of the Lord Jesus. That this ones of God. They are not brought up negatively in the things that God hates. But these ones of God, they find God. They find God even as we print the gospel everywhere. These ones are our largest audience of God. And these ones, they are receiving the gospel. They are receiving the gospel with conviction in their hearts. They are trusting and believing in the Lord. They have an understanding and insight of the word that they be brought up in the 
word. They be brought up in the word. Weapons of warfare for the Lord and for the kingdom of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. That this was a kept and preserved under the mighty hand of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. They are not fed lies from the pit of hell. This was they reject lies from the pit of hell. They re- repel the lies. From propagating everywhere in the schools. In the policies, everywhere, these ones are not falling victims for it. But they are kept in the love of God. They are kept in the protection and under the mighty hands of God. Even at this time, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, we declare that help has come for the fatherless. The orphans, help has come for them. In the name of the Lord Jesus. For the widows, even at this time, they are strengthening. Favor and grace are bound towards these ones. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you raise helpers, even through also God, you have the widows and the orphans in our society. In the name of the Lord Jesus, yes, that this was experienced the love of God indeed. In the name of the Lord Jesus, oh Lord, we say thank you. Thank you. As your word says, it said the angels, the angels that keep the children, they speak with God face to face. Yes, they are kept from the corrupting influences of this world. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, precious Father. We love you. Thank you, dear Father, for in Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen, amen. Glory, 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 glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on what part of the world you are connecting from at this time. You're welcome to be inspired by the word global times of devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. I'd like to say a very big thank you, dear esteemed Sister Marka, for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in this time of intercessory prayers for the people, nations of the world, children, teenagers, young adults, orphans, and widows. And we thank God for the answers to these prayers, even at this time. Praise the Lord. Right now, we're going into the worship segment, after which we'll have the Rhapsody of Reality segment. And I'm going to be handing over right now to the esteemed Brother Israel Osho to lead us in time of worship. Over to you, sir. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. And um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on what part of the world you are in. I want to say very... Um, Big thank you to esteemed um, Sister Amaka and um, Pastor Debbie. Thank you so very much for that time of prayer. Um, I want us to just lift our hands wherever we are to this great God of glory. Um, Pastor has told us uh, positions of worship, and there is God's expectations when we worship because He wants us to worship Him the way He wants to be worshipped. I'd like us to lift our hands right now. And just speaking of the tongues, Mario Takis, Karanda Shatarabandi, Limbrato Kabasunda Shandili Bakusa. When my hands and my voice and everything 
Malikondele Bahansia Dea. Oh, in heaven and in the earth, nothing can stand his might. For mountains crumble, they crumble, they crumble. Oh, at the sound of your name, doors are open. Oh, let us call his name, sing Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, someone. Oh, Jesus, in a de canaria. Oh, Jesus, 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 you are awesome, wonder. In a Quietly just sing to the Lord, oh Jesus, you're awesome, wonder. Oh, awesome, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are the awesome wonder. Thank you for being our everything, the anchor that holds it all together. Like the psalmist said, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Thank you and welcome once again to the Inspired by, by the Word Global Times of Devotion. What a journey and what a face in our life, you know, what God is doing with us, in us and through us. Glory to God and also for us. Praise God, praise God, praise God. 
glory, glory, glory. Bako sakataya. Jili branda lagaba sakataya. Wednesday, the 15th of December, 2021. The devotion is on the screen. You can follow as we read. <clears throat> we have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Second Corinthians 4 and verse 13. Oh, Balakusa Kabaya. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Israel. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow, Bakusa Galaba Shata Bali Gisutu Kubaya. Thank you for that amazing time of worship. And thank you, esteemed Pastor Deborah, for those times of prayers. Glory to God. We have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Second Corinthians 4 and verse 13. Glory to God. Many say they believe but don't do anything. But when you truly believe, you act. When you truly believe, you act. That's what faith does. It's the response or action you take on the basis of your believing. When you say you believe, it's not passive but active. Believing is a word of action. It's actually doing your faith. That's why the Bible says, even so faith, if it has not works, is dead, being alone. James 2 and verse 17. Faith requires a corresponding action and you prove your faith by your actions. Believe is pisto in Greek, which means to demonstrate your faith, to act your faith. Whatever it is that you believe about Jesus Christ is revealed in your actions. <coughs> Excuse me. The word as it is given to us in the scriptures can be trusted, but for it to be effective in your life, you have to do what it says. Jesus said in John 14 and verse 15, he said, if you love me, keep my word. The word of God is for doing. James 1, 22 to 25 puts it in a nutshell. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. And when he beholded himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetted what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth daring, he be not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Acting the word is where the power is. That's what profits you. Therefore, whatsoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him on like unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened, likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell. And great, and great, and great was the fall of it. 
Matthew 7, 24 to 27. Hey, yeah. Glory to God. There's a lot into this devotion, but I want to, I'll just, I'll just talk about a few things. Now, talking about, there's a scripture that says, God blesses the works of your hands. So you see, as a Christian, you wake up every morning and you say, Father, thank you because the works of my hands are blessed. And then when you're done praying, you go to sleep or you're done praying, you go and watch seasonal movies. Why? I don't have a job. Sister Maka, I don't have a job. I've been applying for so many jobs. They have not given me a job. I often will tell my members, the job you are looking for, somebody started that organization. The job you are praying to God to get, a man boldly had a dream many years ago, started that organization. Some don't even believe in, believe in God. And through the years, they have built that brand to something so phenomenal that people around the world want to work in their organizations. It is that job you are praying to get. It is that job you are fasting to get. It is that job you are sowing seed as an anchor for your faith to get. If you say that the Lord will bless the works of your hands, does, does somebody need to give you the work? God made man such that anyone can find work to do. There is always something to do. There's a book, um, How They Started. If you're a business person, I think you should read it. How They Started. Most people started in their sitting room some started in their garage. Many didn't start with an office. Go and, go and find the book and read it if you're a business person. Even if you're not a business person, if you work or you want to make anything meaningful out of your life, you should read that book. Many of them started in situations where, in places where they, they, some of them could not even ask a client to come and visit them. Read their stories. Read about how they stepped out in faith to start, trusting and believing that it would be a big break. Some didn't even know it was gonna be a big break. Some did not even believe in the big break. That is, they did not see it coming. Some just wanted to do something meaningful with their life. You see, the laws of the scriptures are actually laws of life. For instance, the Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God, the workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, right? Now, we all went to school at different times in our lives, maybe secondary school, elementary school, high school, college, university, whatever the case may be. Many of you here can attest to the fact that you had Muslims who were, who were the best in your class. They don't believe in Jesus Christ. You had Jehovah Witnesses who were the best in your class. They don't believe in the resurrection. They don't believe in the Jesus that you believe. They don't even believe in Christmas. If you don't believe in the birth of Christ, is it the resurrection you want to believe that brought salvation, that brought, um, that birthed Christianity? But one of the things I notice about these guys, you see here, uh, Islam as a religion has a doctrine of discipline. 
any committed Muslim is disciplined. I've realized it. Um, and that discipline means the discipline also includes the discipline of study because they know they need to study to know. Then the Jehovah Witnesses trains their people to study because that is how they indoctrinate them in the wrong way. So these guys basically understand the principle of study to show yourself approved unto God. So they put it to work and they are ahead of you in the class. Some of you, as, as I speak, you are in school. You have Muslims in your class. You have Jehovah Witnesses in your class. They are ahead of you. You know the difference between them and you? You don't study, they study. When it gets to exam, you want to speak in tongues for what God told you to read. God doesn't break principles. If you see, the kingdom of God is run by principles, not miracles. Stop living your life on miracles. If you forget anything I said today, don't forget this. The kingdom of God is run by principles, not miracles. Miracles are the effect of your association with God. And miracles are a sign for the unbeliever, not for the Christian. So that they might believe that there is a God that is more that, that can do more with life more than they ever can offer. So a man has stroke. He's gone to all the hospitals. He cannot be healed. A man has cancer. A man has tumor. The doctors say we can't do anything about it. He needs a miracle so that he would know that there is something more than running to the doctor. So that he would know that there is something more than money. There are things money cannot buy. So the Christian is not supposed to live on miracles. The life of the Christian is supposed to be an unending stream of miracles as a sign to the unbelieving world so that they can see Jesus in us and come to him. I just preach Christianity to you in a summary. But for us who are in the kingdom, we don't need signs. We don't need miracles because we are doers of signs and miracles. So you don't need it to survive. It's your way of life. I don't know if you guys are understanding what I'm saying. This thing I'm telling you, I don't know how many of you have heard it before, but if you listen, it will change your life. For everything you want to accomplish in our kingdom, you need to know the principle behind it. When you understand the principle, it's like mathematics. It's not just about solving, you know, many of us try to cram formulas and cram, you know, um, um, or maybe study um, questions um, and answers so that when we get to the exam, we'll, 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 maybe those questions will come out and we'll use them. When you understand the theory, the theory behind the formula, what formulated the formula, it doesn't matter the mass equation they give you, you solve it. That's how the kingdom of God runs. You must understand what formulates a lifestyle, what formulates an end product. So no matter where you go, you can reproduce that product because the formula is inside of you. 
brothers and sisters, I am telling you that you will stop living your life based on miracles. And that's what today's devotion is about. Do your faith. The principle of faith is in the action. God bless the works of my hands. Do something. He did not say he would bless the works of your mouth. He said he would bless the works of your hands. Give him works to bless. What are you doing? You don't have a job. Start something. Start something. Brothers and sisters, I own different businesses. But for instance, I noticed in my estate, we have something called Omia water, normal water and vitamins water, right? I noticed in my estate, it's not a product that is known. I'm already working on how I can distribute Omia water to everybody in the estate. I'm not jobless, but I'm creating vessels, vessels, many works that God can bless so that he can bless them in the multiples because we want to increase our capacity to do more for the kingdom. Don't enter 2022 jobless. And by that, I don't mean getting a job. I mean, give God a work to bless. God is preparing us for a, a very tough 2022, but it's going to be a beautiful ride if you get trained fast and quick. He doesn't want babies. He doesn't want sissies. Not the ones who are sentimental about their Christianity. Is how God be, if God does it for you, you are happy. If God doesn't do it for you, you are happy. It's not about God. Do, God has done everything he needs to do and not do. Every other thing resides with you. Understand the principle of how it works and then you succeed at it. So stop praying for miracles. Apply the principle. Everything we read in today's devotional article, they are principles. They are principles. He said, whosoever looked at the law of liberty, Look, don't stop. Don't pray in tongues today. And one week, one, one week you did not pray in tongues. Don't stop. It's a principle. Don't give today. And then you didn't give for one month. You didn't give for one year. It's a principle. Keep the principle going. Do it daily. Joshua 1.8, he said, this book of the law should not depart. Don't let it leave your mouth. Meditate day and night. If you are going to live an authentic, influential, impactful, ex exceptional Christian life, you are going to have to talk every day. You're going to have to speak in tongues every day. Power of tongues, review that book. Prophecy, review that book. It will tell you about praying in tongues and how to prophesy into your future, how to meditate. 2022, here we come and we are hitting 2022 like a storm. Praise God. I'm going to hand over to Sister Joy at the moment for the next segment. Thank you so much. I hope you learned something. God bless you, everyone. Thank you so much, Ma, for today's ministration. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. Our Father study, Mark 9, 23. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. And James 2, 18 to 19. Yea, a man may say, thou had faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God. Thou dost well. The devils also believe and tremble. Hallelujah. So we're going to take the prayer together. You don't have to mute your mic. Just repeat after me wherever you are. 
Holy Father, I thank you for your presence and glory in my life. <clears throat> thank you for the Holy Spirit who lives in me and teaches me your word by which my faith is active and producing results always. I'm a doer of the word. Your word prevails in and through me today for your glory in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to move over to our New Testament Bible reading. Yesterday we read Revelation chapter 6. Today we're moving over to chapter 7. Thank you, Brother Martin. Okay. For helping with your screen. Praise God. <clears throat> Revelation 7, Message Bible, verse 1, caption, the servants of God. Immediately I saw four angels standing at the four corners of earth, standing steady with a firm grip on the four winds, so no wind would blow on earth or sea, nor e not even rustle a tree. <clears throat> then I saw another angel rising from where the sun arose, carrying the seal of the living God. He thundered to the four angels, assigned the tasks of hurting earth and sea. Don't hurt the earth. Don't hurt the sea. Don't so much as hurt a tree until I've sealed the servants of our God on their foreheads. I heard the count of those who were sealed, 144,000. They were sealed out of every tribe of Israel, 12,000 sealed from Judah, 12,000 from Reuben, 12,000 from God, 12,000 from Asher, 12,000 from Nephtali, 12,000 from Manasseh, 12,000 from Simeon, 12,000 from Levi, 12,000 from Issachar, 12,000 from Zebulun, 12,000 from Joseph, sealed from Benjamin, 12,000 sealed from Benjamin. I looked again, I saw a huge crowd, too huge to count. Everyone was there, all nations and tribes, all races and languages. And they were standing dressed in white robes and waving palm branches, standing before the throne and the lamb and heartily singing, salvation to our God on his throne, salvation to the lamb. All who were standing around the throne, angels, elders, animals, fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Oh yes, the blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving, the honor and power and strength to our God forever and ever and ever. Oh yes. Just then one of the elders addressed me, Who are these dressed in white robes and where did they come from? Taking aback, I said, oh, sir, I have no idea, but you must know. Then he told me, these are those who come from the, gen the great tribulation, and they've washed their robes, scrubbed them clean in the blood of the lamb. That's why they are standing before God's throne. They serve him day and night in this temple. The one on the throne will pitch his tent, his tent dear for them. No more hunger, no more thirst no more scorching heat. The lamb on the throne will shepherd them, will lead them to springs of water, to spring waters of life, and God will wipe, <clears throat> praise God, and God will wipe every last tear from their eyes. Amen. <clears throat> praise the Lord. 
And with that, we've come to the end of today's New Testament Bible reading. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. And thank you, Brother Martins, for helping with your screen. Right now, I'd like to welcome the esteemed Brother John as he takes us through the Old Testament Bible reading of the one-year Bible plan. Thank you, everyone, for your time. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. Praise God forevermore. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. I'd like to say a big thank you to the esteemed Amarak for this privilege. Today we're reading the book of Amos, chapter 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. Thank you, Brother Martins, for helping us to share your screen. All show, no substance, is a caption. Listen to this family of Israel. This message I'm sending in bold print, this tragic warning. Virgin Israel has fallen flat on her face. She will never stand up again. She's been left where she's fallen. No one offers to help her up. This is the message, God's word. The city that matches out with a thousand will end up with a hundred. The city that matches out with a hundred will end up with ten. Oh, family of Israel, God's message to the family of Israel. Seek me and leave. Don't fool around at those shrines of Bethel. Don't waste time taking trips to Gilgal. And don't bother going down to Beersheba. Gilgal is here today and gone tomorrow. And Bethel is all show, no substance. So seek God and leave. You don't want to end up with nothing to show for your life. But a pile of ashes, a house burned to the ground. For God will send just such a fire, and the firefighters will show up too late. Raw truth is never popular. It's a caption. Verse 7. Woe to you who turn justice to vinegar and stomp righteousness into the mud. Do you realize where you are? You are in a cosmos, staffed long with constellations by God. A world, God wakes up each morning and puts to bed each night. God dips water from the ocean and gives the land a drink. God, God revealed, does all this and he can destroy it as easily as he makes it. He can turn his vast wonder into, a, into total waste. People hate this kind of talk. Road truth is never popular, but here it is, bluntly spoken, because you run roughshod over the poor and take the bread right out of their mouths. You are never going to move into the luxury homes you have built. You are never going to drink wine from the expensive vineyards you've planted. I know precisely the extent of your violations, the enormity of your sins, appalling. You bully right living people, taking bribes right and left, and kicking the poor when they are down. Justice is a lost cause. Evil is epidemic. Decent people throw up their hands. Protest and rebuke are useless. A waste of breath. Seek good and not evil and leave. You talk about God, the God of the angel armies, being your best friend. Well, live like it and maybe it will happen. Hate evil and love Then walk it out in the public square. Maybe God, the God of the angel armies, will notice your remnant and be gracious. Now again, my master's message. God, God of the angel armies, Go out into the streets and lament loud. Fill the malls and shops with cries of doom. 
Whip loud is not me, not us, not now. Empty offices, stores, factories, workplaces, and list everyone in the general lament. I want to hear it loud and clear when I make my visit, God's decree. Time to face hard reality, not fantasy. It's a caption. Verse 18. Woe to all of you who want God's judgment day. Why won't you? Why would you want to see God? Want him to come? When God comes, it will be bad news before it's good news. The worst of times, not the best of times. Here is what it's like. A man runs from a lion right into the jaws of a bear. A woman goes home after a hard day's work and is raped by a neighbor. At God's coming, we face hard reality, not fantasy. A black cloud with no silver lining. I can't stand your religious meetings. I'm fed up with your conferences and conventions. I want nothing to do with your religion projects, your pretentious slogans and goals. I'm sick of your fundraising schemes, your public relations and image making. I've had all I can take of your noisy ego music. When was the last time you sang to me? Do you know what I want? I want justice, portions of it. I want fairness, rivers of it. That is what I want. That is all I want. Didn't you, dear family of Israel, Worship me faithfully for 40 years in the wilderness, bringing the sacrifices and offerings I commanded. How is it you stooped to dragging game crack statues of your so-called rulers around, calling the cheap images of all your star gods here and there? Since you like them so much, you can take them with you when I drive you into exile beyond Damascus. God's message, God of the angel armies. Amos chapter 6, those who live only for today. Oh, to you, what do you who think you live on easy streets in Zion? Who think Mount Samaria is a good life? You assume you are at the top of the heap, voted the number one best place to live. Well, wake up and look around. Get off your pedestal. Take a look at Carmel. Go and visit Great Hamath. Look in on Gath of the Philistines. Doesn't that take you off your high horse? Compared to them, you are not much, are you? Woe to you who are rushing headlong to disaster. Catastrophe is just around the corner. Woe to those who live in luxury and expect everyone else to serve them. Woe to those who live only for today, indifferent to the fate of others. Woe to the playboys and the playgirls who think life is a party just held for them. Woe to those addicted to feeling good, life without pain. Those obsessed with looking good, life without wrinkles. They could not care less about their country going to rain. But here is what's really coming. A first match into exile. They will leave the country whining. A ragtag bunch, bunch of good for nothings. Verse 8. God the master has sworn and solemnly stands by his word. The God of the angel army speaks. I hate the arrogance of Jacob. I have nothing but contempt for his faults. I'm about to hand over the city and everyone in it. Ten men are in the house all day. A relative comes and gets the bodies to prepare them for a decent burial. He discovers a survivor huddled in the closet and asks, are there any more? The answer, not a soul, but hush. God must not be mentioned in this desecrated place. Note well, God issues the orders. He will knock large houses to smithereens. He will smash little houses to bits. Do you hold a horse race in a field of rocks? Do you plow the sea with oxen? You triple the horses and drown the oxen. And yet you made a shambles of justice, a bloated corpse of righteousness, bragging on your trivial pursuits. 
beating up on the weak and crowing. Look what I've done. Enjoy it while you can, you Israelites. I've got a pagan army on the move against you. This is your God speaking, God of the angel armies, and they will make hash of you from one end of the country to the other. Amos chapter 7. I'm sorry, I'm sorry I'm reading so fast. I'm just mindful of the time. Caption, to die homeless and friendless. Verse 1. God is my master. Showed me this. God, my master, showed me this vision. He was preparing a local swamp. Swamp. The first cotton, which went to the king, was complete. And the second crop was just sprouting. The locusts ate everything green. Not even a blade of grass was left. I called out, God, my master, excuse me. What is going to come to? What is going to come to Jacob? He is so small. God gave him. It won't happen. He said. God showed me this vision. Oh God, my master God was calling up a firestorm. It burned up the ocean. Then it burned up the promised land. I said, God, my master, hold it, please. What is going to come to Jacob? He's so small. God gave it. All right, this won't happen here either. God, my master said. God showed me this vision. My master was standing beside a wall. In his hand, he held the plumb line. God said to me, what do you see, Amos? I said, the plumb line. Then my master said, Look what I've done. I've hung a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I've spared them for the last time. This is it. Isaac's sex and religion shrines will be smashed. Israel's unholy shrines will be knocked to pieces. I'm raising my sword against the royal family of Jeroboam. Amaziah, priest of the shrine of Adbetel, sent a message to Jeroboam, king of Israel. Amos is plotting to get rid of you. He's doing it as an insider walking from within Israel. His talk will destroy the country. He's got to be silenced. Do you know what Amos is saying? Jeroboam will be killed. Israel is headed for exile. And Amaziah confronted Amos. Seah, be on your way. Get out of here and go back to Judah, where you come from, where you came from. Hang out there. Do your preaching there. But no more preaching at Bethel. Don't show your face here again. This is the king's chapel. This is the royal shrine. But Amos stood up to Amaziah. I never set up to be a preacher. Never had plans to be a preacher. I raised cattle and I pruned trees. And God took me off the farm and said, go preach to my people Israel. So listen to God's word. You tell me, don't preach to Israel. Don't say anything against the family of Isaac. But here is what God is telling you. Your wife will become a whore in town. Your children will get killed. Your land will be auctioned off. You will die homeless and friendless. And Israel will be hauled off to exile, far from home. Amos chapter 8. You will give little and take much. It's a caption. My master God showed me this vision, a bowl of fresh fruit. He said, what do you see, Amos? I said, a bowl of fresh ripe fruit. God said, right. So I'm calling it quits with my people Israel. I'm no longer acting as if everything is just fine. The real singers will wail when it happens. My master God said so. Corpses will be strewn here, there, and everywhere. Hush, listen to this. You will walk all over the week. You will treat poor people as less as than nothing. <laughs> Listen to this. You will work all over the week. You will treat poor people as less than nothing. Who say, when is my next paycheck coming so I can go out and leave it up? How to the weekend when I can go out and have a good time? 
who give little and take much and never do an honest day's work. You exploit the poor using them and then when they are used up, you discard them. God swears against the arrogance of Jacob. I'm keeping track of their every last sin. God's oath will shake its foundations, dissolve the whole world into tears. God's oath will sweep in like a river that rises, flooding houses and lands, and then recedes, leaving behind a sea of mud. On judgment day, watch out. These are the words of God, my master. I will turn off the sun at noon. In the middle of the day, the earth will go black. I will turn your parties into foreigners and make every song you sing a dirge. Everyone will walk around in rags with sunken, eye, with sunken eyes and bowed heads. Think of the worst that could happen. Your only son say murdered. That's a hint of Judgment Day. That and much more. Oh yes, Judgment Day is coming. These are the words of my master God. I'll send a famine through the whole country. It won't be food or water that is lacking, but my word. Wow. People will drift from one end of the country to the other. Rome to the north, wander to the east. They will go anywhere, listen to anyone, hoping to hear God's word, but they won't hear it. On judgment day, lovely young girls will faint of word thirst. Robust young men will faint of God thirst, along with those who talk, take oaths at the Samaria scene and sex center, saying, as the Lord God of Dan is my witness, and the Lady Goddess of Yeshua bless you, their lives will fall to pieces. They will never put together again. Amos chapter 9, Israel thrown into a sea. Verse 1, I saw my master standing beside the altar at the shrine. He said, hit the tops of the shrine's pillars. Make the puff, make the floor shake. The roof is, the roof is about to fall on the heads of the people. And whoever still, is still alive, I will kill. No one will get away. No runaways will make it. If they dig their way down into the underworld, I will find them and bring them up. If they climb to the stars, I will find them and bring them down. If they hide out at the top of Mount Carmel, I'll find them and bring them back. If they dive into the bottom of the ocean, I'll send dragons to swallow them up. If they are captured alive by the enemies, I'll send swords to keep kill them. I've made up my mind to cut them. Not helpful. My master God of the angel armies touches the earth. A mere touch and it trembles. The whole world goes into mourning. Earth swells like the Nile at flood stage. Then the water subsides like the great Nile of Egypt. God views this, his palace, so as soaring high in the skies. Foundations set on the rock, firm earth. He calls ocean waters, and he calls ocean waters, and they come. Then he, he leads them out on the earth. God, your God, does all this. Verse 7, do you Israelites think you are any better than the Pharaoh Cushites? God's decree, am I not involved with all nations? Did I bring Israel up from Egypt, the Philistines from Captor, the Arameans from Kira? But you can be sure that I, God the Master, have my eye on the kingdom of sin. I'm going to wipe it off the face of the earth. Still, I won't totally destroy the family of Jacob, God's decree. I'm still giving the orders around here. I'm throwing Israel into a sea among all the nations. I'm shaking them, shaking out all the sin, all the sinners. No real grain will be lost, but all the sinners will be sifted out and thrown away. The people who say nothing bad will ever happen. In our lifetime, it won't even come close. But also, on that judgment day, I will restore David's house that has fallen to pieces. I will repair the holes in the roof, replace the broken windows, fix it, fix it up like new. David's people will be strong again and seize what is left of enemy, enemy Edom. 
plus everyone else under my sovereign judgment. God's decree, he will do this. Yes, indeed, it will belong now. Hmm. This is our scripture in the heaven. Yes, indeed, it will belong now. God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast. Your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look, blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. I'll make everything right again for my people Israel. They will rebuild their ruined cities. They will plant vineyards and drink good wine. They will walk their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. I'll plant them. Plant them on their own land. They will never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God, says so. And this concludes the book of Amos. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a perfect day. Thank you so much, esteemed brother John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for this wonderful privilege. Praise the Lord. At this point, we'll be going straight to the affirmation segment of today's meeting, and the affirmation is on the screen. We'll start the affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. My name is Shemmei. Thank you.
Praise God. Okay, at this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segment of today's meeting. Praise the Lord. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Praise God. For I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for this amazing day. And as we break this bread, we declare in the name of the Lord Jesus that we have the life of God in us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Please, you don't have to unmute your mics, but wherever you are, I would like you to say this after me and mean it with all your hearts. Eternal life is my present our possession. Therefore, no sickness can fasten itself to my body. I am fashioned after the last Adam, a life-giving spirit. And out of my belly flows rivers of living water, bringing healing and health. Yes, healing and health to everyone I touch. I walk in the light of God's infallible word. And I refuse every evidence according to my senses that contradicts what the word of God says concerning me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Praise the Lord. After the same manner also, we took the cup and your soap, saying this cup is in New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. I have the life and nature of God in me. I have put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. I've been passed from death to life. From sin to righteousness, from sickness to health, from poverty to wealth. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, hallelujah. Go ahead and take the cup even now. Hokusata kibarondia. Oh, Shakrodori kiba. Meligron sovra dilo kroski jivranangra, sakadila egedali and dujalamandia. Thank you, Father. You be all the glory forever. In Jesus' matchless name, amen. Glory, 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 glory.
at this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Sister Joy to take us through the remaining parts of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and have a most beautiful day. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. Thank you, esteemed Sister Makama, for this wonderful opportunity. Praise God. I'd like to say a very big welcome to every one of us. You're welcome to this part by the word. Global Times of Devotion. And if today is your first time of connecting, you are highly welcome. We'd like to meet you. We'd like to welcome you especially. We'd like to know where you are. So please drop a message in the chat room telling us your name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. Praise God. Also, if it's your birthday today, or your wedding anniversary, or you know anyone who is celebrating today, and you would like us to drop, you would like us to pray for them, please quickly drop a message in the chat room. Our time is fast spent. Hallelujah. If it's your first time, you're welcome. This is Inspired by the World Global Family. And on a daily basis between the hours of 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. GMT plus one, we connect to pray, we study the word, we affirm words, we break bread, we share inspiring testimonies, we encourage one another. And it's always a glorious time in God's presence. Praise God. We look forward to your testimonies as you fellowship with us consistently. Once again, welcome everyone. And if you have any celebrant, please do well to drop a message in the chat room. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Right now, I would like to hand over to you, Ma. Praise God. Thank you so much, dear Sister Joy. Thank you, Brother Martins, Pastor Deborah, Brother John, Sister Grace, Pastor Deborah, and of course, Brother Israel. Thank you all for blessing us daily with the investment of your spirit. Glory to God. Oh, so we are having a lot of celebrations today. Glory to God. Sister Helen's daughter's birthday, Onyekachi, is today. Oh, Dili is connected from Lagos, Nigeria, invited by Zoom link dropped in the group that she's in. Kanyesa, also it's her first time today from South Africa, invited by Dr. Tobogo. Hallelujah. My friend's birthday today, Samson and Peculiar. Glory to God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our birthday celebrants. We pray that your blessings rest in their house. You continually bless the works of their hands and prosper them in every way. They will fulfill your purpose without reproach. And yes, at the end of this age, they'll be ready and raptured to meet you, dear Savior, in the name of the Lord Jesus. You walk in your perfect willing this year by the power of the Holy Spirit, guided by your word in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for those who are joining us for the first time. Your word will continually inspire them and increase and mightily prevail in them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise God. We have Precious connected from Lagos, invited by Sister Amaka. Precious, good to see you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We've come to the end of today's devotion and we're excited to be rounding off. And also we're excited for those that are celebrating their birthdays and those who are joining us. Everyone ensure that you have a great day and remember that you are the miracle happening in the world for everyone to see and know that there is a God.
you know, and believe in Christ. So go out with that mindset and make miracles happen. Praise God. At this point, let's unmute as we share the benediction. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit is with us now and forevermore. Amen. And surely, all the days of our lives, we dwell in the heart of the heart of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. I'm alive.